The views, information, or opinions expressed during the Bulldog Butler podcast series are solely those of the individuals involved. The Bulldog Butler does not verify for accuracy any of the information contained in the podcast series available for listening. The primary purpose of this podcast series is to educate and inform. This podcast series does not constitute medical or other professional advice or services. Please consult your veterinary expert before making any changes in diet or well care practices. This podcast is available for private, non-commercial use only. Advertising, which is incorporated into, placed in association with, or targeted towards the content of this podcast without the expressed approval and knowledge of the Bulldog Butler or Bull Lobster site is forbidden. You may not edit, modify, or redistribute this podcast. The developers of the Bulldog Butler podcast site assume no liability for any activities in conjunction with this podcast or for the use of this podcast in conjunction with any other website, computer, or playing device. My guest today is Christy Love. Christy has more than 25 years in the pet industry and serves as the president and CEO of Digging Your Dog, Super Snouts, Hemp Company, Soul Vibe, CBD for People, and Pack Mule Trading Company. Miss Love's far reach into the pet industry and access to leading cannabis genetics, farms, extraction, and formulation innovations has resulted in Mrs. Love and her team spearheading the most innovative and effective cannabis products in the pet and people CBD category today. Very honored to have her. I'm welcoming Christy Love. Christy, how are you? I'm good. Thank you, James, for having me on today. It's a pleasure. I just want to talk to you all about CBD and bulldogs. Right on. James. I'm Christy Love. I'm the founder of Super Snouts Hemp Company. We make specialized, innovative, and scientifically proven CBD products for dogs and cats and mm-hmm. actually people as well. So there's a lot of different CBD brands out on the market today, and some of them are really good and some of them are really not so good. And so I always start out by talking to people about our products and why are we different. And and I'm going to give you some solid reasons why we're different and then what to look for when you are considering a CBD product for your dog. Um, So with so many choices out there, you know, I think there's uh, last time at a trade show, there was like 190 CBD booths. So why us? Why would you pick a product that you see on the shelf labeled labeled as super snouts? Um, well, because, you know, we have a strong belief that your products are only as good as the science and the technology behind them. And so as a company, after about five years of rigorous research, we have built a dream team in the pet CBD category. Uh, Super Snaps comes to the table with the best USA farmers and growers, uh, pharmaceutical engineer with a PhD, uh, professional extractors and a veterinarian who happens to be the leading authority on formulating and clinically using cannabis and pets for 35 plus years in Colorado. Uh, his name is Robert Silver. We've also partnered um, with this caliber of people, science and technology to ensure that we bring the best products to your customers' pets. You pretty much have a say in every aspect of it from the growers to the scientists, everything else. And basically, it all ends up the end product you have control of. Am I correct? Absolutely. So 
there's a big question right now that is circulating around the CBD category for pets, you know, talking about how great vertical integration is in this category. And as a company, we completely and 100% disagree with that because I will never be Robert Silver, you know, the leading endocannabinoid authority in the United States right now for pets. I'll never have a PhD in extraction and pharmaceutical engineering. I'm not a generational strain grower. I'm not a farmer. So what we did was we collected all of the experts in each of those fields and we brought them to the table to help us produce a product where we excel is in branding and marketing and distributing and getting the products to your pets for the right price. And so I think vertical integration is, I think it's more of a downside than it is an upside in this category. How so? Oh, sorry. I think it's a downside because I think if you're vertically integrated, you're trying to be everything to everybody. And like I said, you right. know, we are good at manufacturing and getting the product to the end user where we depend on experts in every other field to mm-hmm. do the rest for us from, from, you know, the growing to, well, from the generational seed separation to the growing, to the extraction um, to the formulation and then to the end product. But yes, we work very closely down to the generational strain growers with the seed to the farm. Uh, we spend a lot of time down at the farm. Uh, we also spend a lot of time where our company extracts the products. And so, yes, we have a final say. We also have a final say in all of the formulation, the end product, the raw material testing and the finished product testing on every single batch lo- batch lot that we make as a company. It's basically one company trying to do everything, be everything, and say they're everything. And it's I just don't trust it. So that's why I put my faith in a product that you are basically putting in the market. Yeah, thank you. Um, yeah, or worse, it's really, really small companies that are trying to tell you that they cre- they control everything from the seed to the sale, or they control everything from, you know... Um, the generational strain all the way to the finished product when that might be true, but how many real scientists, real veterinarians, real extractors with PhDs in, in pharmaceutical engineering and formulation helps them along the way, you know, and that's where we let the experts do what they do best in every step of our process, but we have a hand and we have participation in every step but we let them make a lot of the decisions for us based on all of their experience and expertise. Okay. And pretty much when I'm going to look for something, a product um, I've kind of spoiled uh, because I look for the best. That's going to be the best for my dog. Cause I really don't want to put something subpar into him. So same as I did with this food, same as I did with training, the same, everything else. It's like he got the best and he's seriously, if he was going to have CBD products, he's going to have one that I trust and is okay to put inside of him because he didn't ask for it. You know, he can't say, no, I don't like this. No, this isn't working, whatever. So that's where I am. But let's talk exactly what's in your product and what products you are selling right now, since you're also selling to dogs, cats, and also human grade are Two humans, I should say, not human grade, because that's uh, kind of a misconception these days. Yeah, so every one of our products is actually pharmaceutical grade, made with pharmaceutical grade hemp. 
Okay. Um, which is always, you know, at the very least human grade. <laughs> uh, there's not a, there's not a dog CBD and a cat CBD and a human CBD. It's all the same and it should be pharmaceutical grade CBD to start with mm-hmm. this dose specific to size for humans and for dogs and for smaller animals. And so I'm glad you did bring up like, what is going into this stuff? Because that's a great question. Um, as a company, what we do with every one of our products is, you know, first you have the extraction, which is a small amount of material. And that's the, that's the, the unfiltered, the, the very raw, tiny part that is then diluted into a tincture or a soft chew um, or a balm or a topical. And so what we do as a company is we take that raw material extract and we do a safety test on it. And what that safety test breaks out on a certificate of analysis is any heavy metal that's left over because cannabis has a huge bioremediation rate as a plant growing, which means they, you know, it can clean the soil. It sucks all the heavy metals and all, all the junk out of the soil into itself. So it cleans the soil. They used it in Chernobyl to clean up that mess. And so there's that aspect of it. So you want to make sure that your certificate of analysis, and if your company can't provide that, you want to run the other way. So this is the certificate analysis on raw material that comes out before it's infused into any finished product. And it's very hard to hide any weirdness in or any um, subpar anything in a certificate analysis on the raw material. And so we test for solvents heavy metals, pesticides, herbicides, and molds. Once that's done and we're happy with that raw material, we then make a finished product by putting a small amount of that into a base of organic virgin hemp seed oil. And those are our oil tinctures, or we put it into a soft chew or a gel cap or a topical balm where there's other ingredients blended with that raw material extract. And so once that's done, then we go and we do a third party test on the THC being at a 0.00 level because it's not good for dogs. And we also do a potency on the CBD to make sure it's exactly what we say it is in the bottle or the jar. And then every one of our products, depending on batch code, has a QR code on it. And so if you're in a store and you pick up one of our products, you just put your camera on your smartphone up to the QR code. It takes you directly to the test results. You'll know exactly what's in ours raw material and third-party test on every batch lot code before you even get to the counter to buy it. Now, when you were talking about the uh, the soil testing, you said every company should have this to make sure that the, like Chernobyl, that there's metals and everything else in it. Where would you get that? Are you going to get that on your bottle? But if, some, if someone else is out there, okay, someone else is out there and they're selling it for so cheap and, oh, it's just it's the end all, the best in the world. How are you going to know about theirs? Where are you going to find out their metal survey? So we don't really do a survey on the soil. What we do is once the plant is grown and we extract the raw, that we ex- do the raw right. extraction on it. We test right. that as a raw material and we offer a certificate analysis on every single batch sold. So some companies will say, yeah, we, we offer certificates analysis of analysis if you request one. Or Mm -hmm. as in our case, you just go to the QR code and you can pull up any raw material test on any one of our batch products that you buy um, while you're standing in the store. Which I understand that part of it. I'm just saying, you know, the difference between you and somebody else. You say, okay, other companies, they are supposed to allow this or basically provide this to you, the consumer. But 
there's a lot of red tape to get through to get to that? No, you just have to be proactive as a company and send your raw extract out for a raw material test that is the certificate of analysis. But it's it's actually not a regulation. It's not uh, mandatory. Um, there is there are three states currently that do require it, um, and I and I really wish that people would follow the lead of this regulation. And that's Indiana, Texas was next, and then Utah. Believe it or not. Okay. It's three. Three is more than zero, so that's something. Yeah. Well, it's it's forcing transparency, and I think as a company, we owe it to our customers to be transparent and to make sure that you know what's in this product, because the last thing we want to happen at the end of the day with any cannabis products, medicinal cannabis products for pets, is to have it be considered a snake oil. So these companies that are coming out with you know ten dollar tinctures or you know, $15 bags of treats, you might want to really look into that and, and make sure that it is what they say it is. And to also know the difference of the extract milligrams compared to the actual milligrams of the CBD, which is the cannabidiol molecule in that product. Say that again, because I want to, I want people to actually look up these, what you just said, okay. when they're, when they're not looking at things, they're like yours, or they're, oh, I like this one, my vets or whoever is my, you know, But yeah, someone else is recommending this one. Do their homework. This is what they want to look for. And that is? Yes. So there's there's two ways of looking at a label when you're considering a CBD product for your pet. And for some of them, you'll see a very high milligram right on the front of their box or on their bottle. And that should automatically send up a red flag. Because what they're showing you is the milligrams of extracted raw material from the plant. They're not giving you the actual milligrams of cannabidiol or CBD that's in that product. So every product that we make, we don't say, oh, you know, Super Snout's CBD 1400, but really there's only 300 milligrams of CBD. It's a it's a uh, it's a way of fooling the customer into thinking they're getting more than they're getting. But at some point underneath that, they have to put what you're actually getting. So always read the small print and always look for the actual milligrams of CBD in that product. And the other thing is uh, TCB? THC? THC, sorry. Yes. THC, <laughs> absolutely 0.0 votes on all product, correct? On all of our Super Snouts products, we have a 0.00% THC level. And that is also again, shown on our third-party um, test from, usually we get it from Botanicor. Okay, and that should be 0.0 on everyone's, and that should be on their label also? It doesn't have to be. So there's there's a difference between hemp and marijuana. So the hemp plant grows with a 0.3% THC or lower. Marijuana uh, grows with a 0.3% THC or higher, and they're both considered cannabis. And so with our products, we have the technology called liquid chromatography, which actually takes out all of the THC down to a 0.00% level. And that's really important. Um, Many companies will say, oh, we leave a little bit of of the THC in the product. It actually makes the CBD work a little bit better. That might be true in humans, but it definitely is not true in dogs. And you'll see, you know, Robert Silver has been recently interviewed by Karen Becker talking about this very thing um, where, you know, he's dispensed hundreds of thousands of bottles at a 0.00% THC level. And so have we. 
and the results and the testimonials we get are amazing. That would not happen if THC was needed to make that work. Um, I think most companies are saying that the THC is needed to make their CBD product work better because they have no way of getting the THC out of it. They don't use the technology called liquid chromatography. And so they basically have to tell you something. So they decided to give you the slogan that, you know, CBD works better if the THC is left in it. Are you talking the song and dance of a snake oil salesman? Because that's what it sounds like. Yeah, I mean, the THC, I mean, it's not going to really, I don't think it's going to hurt the dog. Um, the one problem with THC is it does store in the fat cells. And so it, I think it's more of a neutral product. It's not going to make anything work better. In fact, it can block the receptors from letting your natural endocannabinoids reach the receptors. And we can go into that in a second of how the endocannabinoid system works, because I think also people have been very misled on that. And uh, people deserve to know what's going on in their dog's brain and in their endocannabinoid system and their own if they are taking CBD. Well, that's kind of why you do take CBD. I mean, to adjust something in their in their brain. I mean, whether it be pain, whether it be uh, mellowing out, some sort of aggression or something along those lines, you are screwing around in there. So you don't really want to have something that's going to be blocking the product that you're giving your dog to help. Right. So um, the way that that CBD actually works um, or or cannabis works in the endocannabinoid system, you know, you'll you ask some people and they have been told by companies that, you know, it just goes into one of the receptors, it goes into a CBD receptor, and then the THC helps it gets through that receptor. And it couldn't be further from the truth. Um, Did you know that THC does lock into one of the receptors, which your natural endocannabinoid is supposed to lock into? CBD never directly interacts with any receptor in your body. What it does is it blocks an enzyme that blocks your natural endocannabinoids that your body makes from reaching their receptors to create balance and homeostasis. So that being said, uh, let's talk about the benefits of having your dog and your bulldog on the uh, CBD products. Um, Because I know you know different ones for my own. Uh, Oliver, when he passed, that we were dealing with um, some pain issues because he had to go through a lot of uh, painful injections because he was trying, we were trying to uh, cure him of uh, having MRSA and uh, he had to go through things daily and they were all the injections were all in the back, lower back hips. So that's also where a bulldog, when they get to be five, six, seven can start to get arthritis and they get it in their back first. So those injections were very painful, especially every day for 45 days that he was having. So we were starting to experiment with CBD at that point to try to help balance out the pain because when a dog that's always been nice and everything else all of a sudden has pain in his life, he hasn't had it before, you know, he can get uh, not just trying to get to persuade you that he's a dominant person in the household, he can get a little aggressive. And that's why we were dealing with it. What other issues or what other conditions would you suggest that CBD help with? Well, I, I'm glad you brought that up because I think it goes both way, with, ways with dogs and people. You know, if you meet a person that's been in pain for a long time, they're pretty grumpy and pets are the same way. And that's, even though pets can't talk, that's a pretty good indication of what's going on is, is you know, as a responsible pet owner, if you're paying attention to their moods, you know, when something's not right. Right. So I think, you know, what we need to understand first is, is what is the endocannabinoid system? What is this thing that's making this, this wonderful product work so well? 
Well, it was discovered in the 1980s to early 90s, and it's one of the body's largest neurotransmitter networks known. Um, what the endocannabinoid system works to achieve is balance and homeostasis within your body. And once that's achieved, that's when pain is regulated better. Digestion and metabolism is regulated more. Inflammation goes away. Sleep, movement, neuroprotection in your brain. Um, immune function is now modulated to a balanced level. Your appetite is regulated by the endocannabinoid system. Um, even your body temperature, your mood, your memory, and your cardiovascular function as well. Hmm. And much, okay. much more. <laughs> there, the the research really is, um, and I am I'm obsessed with this. Um, and the reason is, is is my own dog. Back in February, right after his ninth birthday, and he was I, he was dripping urine as he was walking up the stairs in our house. And I'm like, that's weird. So we took him to the vet and she goes, well, it could be a urinary tract infection or it could be something very bad. And turned out that it was something very bad. He was diagnosed with prostate cancer about two weeks later um, through a battery of, of painful tests for him. And the first phone call I made before calling the oncologist we were going to take him to in Northern California was to Robert Silver. And on a personal level, you know, he's retired now, so he's not <laughs> giving advice too much. But I said, Robert, what do I do? What's what's the dose of CBD that I should start able on right away? And, you know, he said, you know, one milligram per kilogram twice a day. And I'm like, holy cow, you know, that's that's like 85 milligrams a day. And he said, yeah, that's right. That's what you need to do for him. So at 85 milligrams a day, um, the raw diet, and I'm talking answers and goat's milk, and we had green juju in there and a bunch of other products that great companies make. We also use our mushrooms in the blend, uh, high turkey tail beta glucan mushroom. Um, it's been six months and his oncologists are, are stupefied. They don't know what, they can't believe this. They're actually, one of them's from UC Davis or it works at UC Davis and the other one has her own oncology um, practice who is an alumni of UC Davis and they're doing their own side study on this dog because they cannot believe the results. No chemo, no radiation. He gets scans every every 30 days to 60 days. He's now out at 60 days. And his last scan on August 27th, the email from the oncologist was, he is now disease stable, which means he's doing really well. His prostate has shrunk from eight centimeters with a tumor in it down to four centimeters or 3.95 centimeters. And he's thriving in his life. So I mean, I've always had a love affair with CBD and cannabis in general and, and the medicinal benefits of it. But after this experience and this journey that I've taken with Abel, I'm, I'm literally obsessed and, and so passionate about this more than anything in my life right now. Well, why wouldn't you be? I mean, <laughs> right. he's my best friend. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he's your best friend. And this has kept him you know, going for six more months, you know. Yeah. And, and I mean, there's no end in sight. He's, he's thriving. He's in better shape than he's ever been at, at the best weight he's ever been. You know, he's, he's incredible. Well, it's good. He's got a mom that's uh, actually doing this and actually has, has everything. Uh, I guess you just say has all the knowledge of everything, the CBD that can you know benefit her own dog. But you know, you want this to benefit all other dogs too that are out there. 
not everyone's going to have the exact same thing. This is your personal experience. It's not you you standing on a soapbox selling, you know, this to the the masses. Everyone's going to have their own. Everyone's going to have their own doses. Everyone's going to have whatever they want the CBD to help with their dog or their cat or right. themselves. Yeah, exactly. And there's an infinite combinations of the lifestyle plan you can put your dog on when something, you know, horrible like this happens. Um, for now, I know all of his stars are aligning and I'm very happy with it. So I'm keeping him on this path. Um, but who knows, you know, if it's the wrong diet with the right CBD or the wrong CBD with the right diet or, you know, and, and as a company through this whole thing, one of the products that we plan to make in the next 90 days is we don't have the name of it yet. Of course, you know, we could never claim that this cures cancer. It's it's obviously <laughs> the FDA would kill us. Um, oh, yeah. But, um, you know, it, it, something's contributing to this this health and something's contributing to um, the look on these oncologists face when they're saying, how in the hell is this happening without chemo, without a radiation, uh, without all these conventional avenues that we would send you down. But they're also very interested in how this is working. And they want to know because I think, you know, a truly good oncologist or veterinarian or doctor wants to take the path of least resistance with every pet. Right. And you're having results. So of course they're going to make a study out of him, you know, because they're there to learn. You know, not making your dog, you know, a science lab experiment, but it's going to keep them, you know, uh, it's going to keep him alive. It's going to keep him from the other, uh, what do I want to say, the other conventional situations that they would put him through, which are not pain-free. Mm-hmm. And, you know, so they're going to, maybe it'll become something that they will do from then on. But right now. It's your experience, everybody else out there's experience. It's something that works very well for you. Absolutely. But, but yes, I was going to say, so we are going to make a product. Um, like I said, I don't know what the name of it is going to be. Maybe we'll call it Abel's Blend. I'm not sure yet. But it will be the right amount of CBD to high beta-glucan turkey tail mushroom, which is known for their anti-inflammatory and anti-cancer properties in many mm-hmm. tests in humans. Um and we will be putting a product out. It's just a down and dirty. It's going to be a powder. You put it on the food, you make them eat it every day, and it'll be weight and dose specific to that one milligram per kilogram twice a day of CBD. And then the one gram per 25 pounds of the turkey tail mushroom um, for the pet. Anything in there that's not going to be available to all 50 states? No. Okay. It'll be available to everybody. Okay, one, one cool thing that we are going to do with this in, in our journey with Abel is, you know, being down at UC Davis with him and being at the oncologist, when you sit in those waiting rooms, you hear the phone ring off the hook and person after person is calling and you hear the receptionist saying, yeah, that'll be, that starts at four to $6,000. And so the average median price oh, yeah. to get your dog started on a, in a cancer treatment program is $5,000. And so I've asked the receptionist in both places, you know, how many people do you think from the amount of phone calls you get actually come in? And she said, probably 10%, you know, if we're lucky. And that started really, and I I said, because of costs. And she said, yes, you know, or a lot more come in and, and that's the end of it. And they have to put their dog down. So one of the things that we wanted to do with this product, Abel's Blend, whatever this thing's going to be called, is we want to donate most of the profits to... Uh, scholarships. And what we'll do is we'll have customers write into us. And when they have a dog in this situation, 
what we will do is scan through these, pick somebody who we think is eligible and would be a good candidate for this, you know, dogs that are non-metastasized at that point, that can be helped because there are dogs, you know, if Abel was metastasized throughout his bones and lungs and everywhere else that prostate cancer spreads to, you know, he would have been a goner. That would have been the end of, of Abel. But because it was still kept in the prostate, we were able to just shrink that gland through the use of his lifestyle and, and the products we were giving him, which I believe um, we were able to keep it at bay. But what we would do is we'll try to get with oncology oncologists in specific states and find out, hey, if we donate $2,500, will you kick in $2,500 and let's start out this person who you think is a good candidate to beat this stuff or at least extend the life of this dog and let's start them off with the $5,000 that they need to start their program um, towards recovery. Great. I'm all for that. I'm all for rescue. And of course, what is this whole podcast for? Getting more information out to more bulldog owners that they can live a basically healthy, happy um, life for as long as we possibly can. So Absolutely. That, that being said, do you have anything else that you'd like to share with us today? Um, yeah, I would like to talk a little bit about um, the future of CBD if we have time. Oh, yeah. Why don't we just make that to part two? Okay, because this is a good time. Average commute time. That's what I say all the time. So I'll say goodbye for now. We'll pick this up in part two. Thank you, James. Thank you. Thank you for listening to part one of our conversation with Christy Love on the benefits of CBD. Join us next week as we conclude this conversation. Please send your comments and or questions or suggestions for future guests to bulllobster at gmail.com or on Twitter at bulldog underscore butler.